Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good morning, Oregon. It's Monday, May 2nd. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Life. The May 17th primary election is just weeks away and the cash is still rolling in. Power brokers in Oregon have unleashed more than $11.3 million on political ads and other campaign spending for state and local races in April, topped by at least $5.3 million, or more than $200,000 per day, on the candidates for governor. That makes sense given it's the first open competition for governor in years. Big spending on one current ballot measure to overturn a local ban on flavored tobacco and another potential one to punish legislators who walk out on the job helped push this month's outlay for and against measures to $1.3 million through early last week. And turbocharged races for two seats on the Portland City Council have also helped make this month sizzle with big political spending. Altogether, more than half a million dollars were spent in the first four weeks of April alone to influence voter selection in those two contests. And there's no indication the fevered outlays to get voters' attention and sway their opinions will do anything but accelerate as May 17th draws nearer. Most voters' ballots are arriving this week. The biggest spender of all this month has been Christine Drazen, the former House Republican leader running for her party's nomination for governor. The Republican reported spending nearly $900,000, most of it on TV ads. She spent more in the first four weeks of April than in the three previous months combined. Close on Drazen's heels is a candidate who won't even appear on the May 17th ballot former Democratic lawmaker Betsy Johnson, who's running for governor independent of any party. She spent nearly $800,000 on her campaign so far this month, 600000 of it with a single Maryland-based media buying firm that works mainly with Democratic and progressive campaigns. For more on the May primary, subscribe to our weekly news podcast, Beat Check with the Oregonian, to hear more about these races. Nearly 64 million Americans got on a plane and flew through the air in March, the highest monthly total since COVID-19 hit. The numbers of passengers hitting airports nationally is approaching pre-pandemic levels, but we're at 90% of the before times. But that recovery is slower at Portland International Airport. Roughly 1.2 million passengers flew in and out of PDX in March. That's up by half compared to March 2021 but still down 27% from March 2019. Why? It's a bit complicated. Omicron hit Oregon later than the rest of the country. PDX depends on business travel for a lot of its passenger totals, and businesses here haven't been traveling as much as the rest of the country yet. Portland is getting the short straw when it comes to airlines prioritizing routes due to a national pilot and crew shortage and PDX is seeing a dearth of international flights as well. There's also the potential of Portland suffering a reputational hit, but that doesn't explain the whole story, given that the traveler gap grew during the winter months, which are historically a slow time for tourism in Portland. 
it turns out residency controversies aren't only for Oregon's Democratic candidates for governor. Newly obtained records raise more questions about how much time Republican gubernatorial candidate Bob Tiernan has spent in Oregon in recent years. In July 2020, Tiernan and his attorneys representing him in a dispute with a Bay Area cyclist group wrote in court filings that Tiernan had lived in the community of Diablo, California since 2006. Tiernan was embroiled in a restraining order dispute with cyclists there, and he told the court that he lived in Diablo from 1963 until 1980, and again from 2006 to 2020. Under Oregon's constitution, a candidate for governor must reside in Oregon for three years before the election, in this case, since November of 2019. Tiernan registered to vote in California, ran for public office there in 2014, and owned a home there, which he sold at the end of 2021, according to the Oregonian and Oregon Lives reporting. Tiernan has voted in just four of 16 elections in Oregon in the past decade. He's the former chair of the Oregon Republican Party, but he did not vote in a single Oregon primary during that time. He did vote in the 2016, 2018, and 2020 general elections in Oregon. In discussing his voting record, Tiernan said he admits he, quote, should do better. In response to recent reporting on the issue, Tiernan said he owns a second home on the California street that he grew up on, and he takes care of his elderly parents there on a near-weekly basis. Oregon's Secretary of State determined in March that he met Oregon's three-year residency requirement. Former New York Times columnist Nick Kristoff ultimately lost his bid to make the ballot as a Democrat due to a residency dispute. The very recently retired Bill Shonley, who worked for the Portland Trailblazers as an ambassador for decades following his Hall of Fame broadcasting career, was diagnosed with COVID-19 last week. The Shans was in the hospital for a different medical procedure when he tested positive for COVID. Shonley's 92 years old. His wife, Dottie, is 91 and also tested positive and is in a hospital. Shonley told the Oregonian and Oregon Live that he and Dottie were doing well and would be released from the hospital soon. The Shans formally retired from the Trailblazers this year and received a retirement party and send-off on April 10th during the team's regular season finale. Shonley was the franchise's original play-by-play broadcaster when the team began in 1970, and he retired from the booth in 1998. He then served as franchise ambassador from 2003 until this year. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. You can do that at OregonLive.com slash pod support.